Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Wednesday. Put your name on it. How's it going? Hey, we voted. I'm glad that shit's over. I'm really tired of the political ads in the theater. You know, politics has become super ridiculous. People uh, only care about how they feel, not about facts. Uh, People are easily distracted. They don't read. So, you know, a lot of people get exploited. I hoped Claire McCaskill would be Josh Hawley, but she didn't here in Missouri. Uh, It's a super red state. I don't get it. Um, But, you know, hopefully this guy will be decent, you know, at least not terrible. Uh, I don't understand Trump's appeal at all. But, you know, there are a lot of things that happen in the world that I don't understand. Uh, But you can put that right very close to the top. And, um, you know, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a Republican. I'm a moderate. And it feels like moderates and cons- uh, and uh, centrists are just getting their brains bashed in because there's just nobody in the middle. Everybody's, uh, you know, on the extreme. So it just is what it is. We still have to make the best of it. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a little frustrated that there were I had more than one conversation about people not voting, people not feeling compelled to vote. Apparently, there's someone on my team who didn't vote, and I don't get that. But, you know, that's certainly your choice and your right. But, uh, you know, I don't get it. And it's frustrating because, you know, it's just a super selfish thing to do to not vote. Uh, One young lady was telling me her relative was saying she's not voting because her life's going good and uh, the system is rigged and, you know, why should I vote because my life is good. And then it's like, God, (laughs) I don't get it. Um, That's got to be the worst reason ever to not vote. But I think this is what you get when you have a participation trophy society. I mentioned them yesterday, but I meant to participate in voting. Go get your participation trophy. But to raise a group of people and all you need to do is just show up and you get a trophy, whether you are actually good or not. Maybe that's done some long term damage that we weren't prepared for. You know, uh, you shouldn't just get a trophy because you showed up. You know, you shouldn't uh, just get accolades because you woke up that morning. Um, We're in an interesting time in our society and we're hurtling towards things we've never seen before. You know, what's fascinating to me is how people could be so enthusiastic about Donald Trump as president as other people were about Barack Obama as president. Like the way I see nothing great about Trump, I guess that's the way they felt about Barack Obama. And I, I don't understand it, but that just means people have different value systems. And I really think I I hit it on the head with we are in the middle of some sort of white people civil war, you know, a, a cultural war, because somehow wealthy white people are assaulting poor white people, but poor white people aren't having it. They think it's great. They don't view it as an assault. And it's all because psychologically this country is built on the notion that if you work hard, you should be able to change your financial status. But in reality, that's Herculean. It's almost as hard to do that 
as it is impossible to change your race. So if you just focus on race, then you can make people, you know, people know they'll never be able to change their race. But in America, you should be able to change your class. But we all know the amount of effort and energy and intensity it takes to change your class. Most people aren't going to do that. They'd rather just keep waiting for someone to come and save them. And so you have this all-out war basically on poor people, but a lot of poor white people are all in. Great. You know, they don't even see themselves in the same breath as as someone who might make the exact same salary as they do. But it's like, nope, we're different. But why? How? If you remove race, how are you different? Your dollar doesn't go any further than that person's dollar. I mean, this is really fascinating. If I didn't have to live it, if I didn't have to watch it and be engaged in it, I'd be more fascinated. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just where we are and people, uh, are getting less and less engaged in the process. And that's sad because the way it looks now, I don't, I don't know that it'll ever not be read because people have really changed their value systems in the last 20 years. We we don't even agree on what's right and what's wrong. We don't even agree on what's morally the right thing to do. So, you know, I'm not anti-Republican. I'm not a fan of this brand of Republicanism. And I'm certainly not a Trump fan. I think he spreads entirely too much hate to be considered a good person. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it Life goes on. There's still good music, good food, great things to be had. You know, you just have to, to to keep going. You know, this is a resilient nation. It's a young nation, but it is resilient. We've survived some pretty dark days. And, um, you know, this is just something else we have to endure until we can be better. And America is better than this. So... It just it just is what it is. We have to deal with it. And ultimately, I believe that there is something to be learned out of every situation and we need to learn it fast. ASAP Rocky. You know what I mean? Uh, That's about it. You know, had to luckily for me, I had some work to do and I didn't have to watch all those election results. I mean, I'm telling you, the media is it is a hustle, you know. The half the stuff you don't even hear about, you know, in terms of crime, uh, half the stuff it, from my position now, I see like the machine at work. I really feel like I'm working in an episode of The Wire. Now, I thought it was reality show, reality TV before, but now I know for sure that it is. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see how things go. My personal life is going pretty great. <laughs> um I not in a braggadocious way, just, you know, I've I've been through some pretty dramatic times in the last four or five years with work, um, having work, not having work, having clients, not having clients, people making promises they had no intention of keeping um, good partnerships, not so great partnerships, things that didn't turn out the way I thought they would, you know, all kinds of stuff. Right. But 2018 has been solid. You know, it started off rough. But uh, held on and things have turned really well. I'm very, very thankful personally. 
And so I just have to focus on that. And, you know, everybody has to do that. And we have to put our heads down. If if your people didn't win last night, if 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 measures that you were behind didn't advance, uh, you just got to regroup and get focused and uh, figure out what's next. And I used to tell my nephew this all the time when he was a little boy. The thing about America is you got to figure out how to be successful in a system with that doesn't have your success in mind. Your success was not factored into how they designed the system. So you need to figure out how to be successful within it, you know, and uh, that's sound advice. I'm passing it on to you. I pass it on to myself all the time. And, um, you know, just keep hope alive. Keep your head up. Got to keep working. You What are you going to do? You know, you can't quit. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Have a great Wednesday. Oh, yeah. The new record uh, finished the cover art for yesterday, approved all the songs. It's going to be, I think, six songs. The name of the record, it's our first project that kind of centers around St. Louis. Um, You know, certainly uh, Fame Machine had local rapper Zeus on it. But uh, I wouldn't say that music I felt or that project was localized to St. Louis. It was really about getting famous and being eaten alive by the fame machine. So to me, that felt more like a California project. Then, of course, the the last two records were called Summer and uh, the California EP, both of which skewing a lot towards California <laughs> and um, beach life. Um, that, that was the energy and the feel we were going for. So this one is a little bit more grimy, a little bit more uh, Midwestern, I think, uh, a little bit more of the sounds of St. Louis. I had a lot more influence on this record than any of the other ones. So, you know, um, basically, I'm always a film director. So I put ideas out and I say, craft sounds around this. Make it sound like that. Yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. And then we kind of all kind of come to some sort of consensus. And so... You know, this record to me it really reminds me of an eclectic part of town here in St. Louis on South Grand. Uh, the name of the record is Grand Boulevard. And um, the cover art is from a picture I took while I had a very brief job down on Grand. And, um, you know, the songs sort of represent uh, the beginning, the middle and the end of a of a fun weekend. <laughs> Um, and basically it's going back to a relationship for the sex and you should probably not do that, uh, because it never works out. The reasons why you broke up are bigger than the reasons why you keep having sex with that person. Um, but you know, sometimes the sex is the best part. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's not sex can make you stay at the fair way too long. It's like, whoa, this ride, the rides have folded up, the circus has left, and you're just out there waiting because that was all you guys really had. So, I mean, that's happened to me, and no disrespect to the to the guy. He was great, but we really only had sex in common, the most. That was the most thing we had in common. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, that project is uh, entitled Grand Boulevard. It'll be out November the 16th. Um, I approved everything yesterday and set everything up. So I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, the, one of the main songs is called X rated EX rated. Um, and that's pretty much what it's about. 
making that giantly backwards and then feeling really regretful <laughs> about it <laughs> and having to, you know, bless the situation and move on, you know? So anyway, that's going to be out soon. And again, thank you guys for all the support. Uh, our little music community is small, but it's growing and uh, I'm excited because as I ramp up the media projects, you know, with video and film and all the other stuff, there's some virtual reality people trying to be in touch with me. As we ramp those things up, what I'm excited about is I'll be able to share that whole catalog of music in my other media projects. So that dawned on me about six months ago. And I'm like, wait, that's going to be dope. Cause then, cause I've always thought that music was just a perfect complement to image, you know, to, to, uh, watching an image on screen and then coupling it with the perfect song is really, really, really powerful. And so now that I personally have all this music that I can reach into this catalog and, and pair with image, I'm super excited about that. So anyway, just wanted to share Grand Boulevard, November 16th. What? Recognize.